0: All right, again, for those online, I'll try to get to those questions right after the session, but feel free to answer, answer in the comment stream and uh, talk amongst yourselves as well. Um, we're going to start moving on, to hopefully coming up with some solutions, the theological solution to the problem of decline in the Canadian church. And obviously, <laughs> our, our hopefully if you're, if you're tuning in, if you're listening to this, hopefully you believe that the Bible— uh, holds the answers uh, to our uh, to our problem to to the current condition of the church, and that you believe the Bible and that you hold some some really deep, deep not just head uh, not just intellectually but in your heart and your feelings and emotions in, in your identity and character that you really believe the things that Jesus taught and the things that the apostles taught in the early church and We have to go back to the beginning. We have to go back to the very start of when Jesus started this thing called the church, what he taught, but also what the disciples, those first disciples understood about the church, what they believed he was saying, and what the early church took as the church. And the first, so the first part of the solution is, um, is mission clarity, mission clarity, I had an opportunity to be on a church consultation, and uh, in 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 BC in rural British Columbia, and uh, the the kind of leader of our consultation, he he gave a he gave a story. He was talking to this he was talking to this board of directors or this this elders board, this church leadership board, and uh, it was an aging church. The average age is sixty six and uh, they, the church is just aging out, and there was a serious concern within this leadership team that the people in the church were going to die, like, physically, and then there wouldn't be people coming into the actual church building. And, and so they were trying to talk about, like, what can we do to turn it around? And mission and vision was a key part of it. And a lot of times, the church doesn't really even know their mission. And he, he recounted this story that had happened at another consultation, where he had he had asked, he's sitting around with this leadership team these are the other key leaders, elders, pastoral team. Okay, these are the people that matter in this local church. And he said, quote for me your mission statement of your church. And they were all like, oh, they didn't think that question was gonna come. And so they're trying to, oh, I think it's like to be honoring to God, to you know, to be a fellowship of and they're trying their best. And and so he asked again quote your mission statement as a church, as leaders. You know, surely you can see it now. And they're like, see it now? Okay, yeah, we're going to try and see it now. And see, so they start really trying to think, okay. They're really trying to quote it as best they can. And can you see it yet, he says? No, we can't see it. And so finally they give up. They're like, oh, they feel embarrassed a bit. And they're like, oh, I can't believe we remember this. And then he points down, uh, the, the chairman of the board had a, had a, a bulletin sticking outside of his, his Bible. And what he could see written on the top of this bulletin was actually the mission statement of the church. And so this was his joke of, of like, can you see it now? Is it right in front of you? But worse, he says, oh, now even better, guys, turn around. And on the back wall uh, of the room they were meeting in, the mission statement was actually printed across the back wall. And this happens a lot in Canadian churches. They've been around so long, and they had a mission. They were on mission. They had a mission statement. They kind of knew who they were, or they thought they knew who they were. But then time kind of goes on, and they start to not know uh, what they're doing. And maybe you're saying, okay, well, why is mission important? What's, what's the point? Well, the church really started with a mission. That's why mission is important. The, the, we call it the great, the great Commission. And in Matthew 28, for those of us who have been around church, we, we get it. We know this, but just we, we need to look at it again. Jesus is leaving the very first disciples, uh, the church or the assembly, if we're going to do a direct translation of what church means. This is the first assembly or first church of believers in Jesus and disciples. And he says to them, It says, and Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, if we've been around church, we totally, we're like, oh, yeah, the Great Commission. Yeah, 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 we know that. That's all good. Well, what does commission mean? And a lot of times, churches don't even know what commission means. Even just the word, a bit of etymology into understanding our why every single version of our English Bible, uh, NIV, ESV, NLT, KJV, always has this great commission before this passage. And people know it. They quote it in every type of church. Because the great commission, the, the calm or the united together, the, the this combined, that's the Part First part of the word, and missio, the mission part, is this idea to release or to go, to send out, to dispatch, release, or to set at liberty. And this is what the the commission is. And the great commission, this is for all believers, all disciples, all people going to church, that this is the commission. And so, if we're like, okay, so... This is what we're gonna be united together to be sent out and set at liberty to do, and this is where we're headed. What is it again? Well, Jesus explains it. There's a couple key components. We need to go. We need to make disciples. We need to baptize them. We need to teach them what Jesus taught in scripture, taught to the first disciples, but then he also adds a little bit of a tag of, and by the way, I'm gonna be with you always which points back to that verse that we looked at earlier in Hebrews. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If we believe that to be true as Christians, as church members, he says, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Oh yeah, that connects. That means for all time until he comes back, Jesus will be there. So again, is Jesus in the Canadian church? He's got to be. Scripture says he's got to be. So really, is he just choosing not to move in the Canadian church? Or is there something going on with our ability to calm the mission? To unite together under the mission and to set people at liberty. And and so the, the, the thing we need to say, the thing we need to ask here, is we need to look at our local church mission. And I would suggest to you, no matter what church you go to, no matter what part of Christianity you're part of, I'm just saying, just challenge you right now just to say, just to first of all, try and look at your, your, look at the Great Commission, you know, write it out if you have to, if you don't have it memorized, and look at your local church mission and, and kind of see what's going on. Does it resemble? And is there fruit of the mission? Because, and, and let's say you do know your church mission statement. Let's say you know it like the back of your hand and you're proud of it and everything else. I would just suggest, okay, so is there fruit of that mission? So you have this mission statement because the fruit of the great mission is salvations and baptisms and people moved from not knowing anything about Jesus of the Bible, being discipled eventually to a place of leadership and a well-seasoned growth and ability to take on certain aspects of the church. Moreover, able to go back to the start to someone who doesn't know Jesus and explain those things to them. And, and so there's supposed to be this cyclical journey and Jesus says, I'm gonna be with you always to the end of the age. I'm there. And so again, if Jesus is there and if the church is gonna prevail and has prevailed and is prevailing in other areas, what's going on culturally in Christian, Canadian Christian churches? And I think a lot of it has to do with this mission, that, that in the mission statement, the things that we state in our mission statement as a church, is there anything about telling people the gospel, reaching them with the gospel, going? Is there anything about baptism? Because supposedly baptism's a key part of it. Is there anything about making disciples? And a lot of times, teaching, and and by teaching, teaching everything that Jesus said, not just select things that are easy. So, we're going to go back into our discussion groups one more time. And here's what I want you to do. I, I want you to try as best you can, and it's okay, you don't have to let anyone know. Try to figure out and write down from memory what your local church mission statement is and try to write it down as best you can to your knowledge, or maybe you can look it up online. Uh, look up your church mission statement, and then I want you to open the Bible and look at the great, great mission, and I want you to ask a question. I want you to ask this question, how closely does my local church mission statement resemble the great mission? And it's going to take some honesty. Maybe your church is going to have one that's really close. Maybe it's going to be really far away. So we're going to do that, 5, 10 minutes, and then we'll come right back.